And welcome to the Tales of Longbox podcast. This is episode 371. Spotlight on DC Comics, Green Lantern number one, circa 2018. No, no, the, oh, the, the Green Lantern. that's right. You're absolutely right, my bad. The Green Lantern. Okay. That would have Can't make go. this a volume one, because I don't think they've ever used the in front of it. <sighs> Yeah, um, probably not. The Green Lantern number one, circa 20. No, 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 no. I just, it's just, like you said, you know, in terms of volumes, you could say volume, probably volume 65 of Green Lantern, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, here we are. I'm Chris Mosby. I am, I am a anal retentive Caleb Gerard. so. <laughs> Caleb has told me, um, pardon me if I cough a little bit, I'll try to keep that to a minimum. I'm getting over crap. Um, Caleb wants me to convince him that, you know, I enjoyed this. Of course, I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. Uh, Grant Morrison, I am a, it's a iffy, it's a 50-50 with him usually. Um, depending on how, what he, how he writes, uh, he's up to his own, his usual shenanigans, like somebody had said on Facebook, uh, where some of this makes, is way out there and makes no sense, but I think that's what makes this fun, in my opinion. Um, well, and, and and I will admit I was I was drunk and sleepy when I read it the first time. So. Oh well, okay then. All right. Which which should have made it more which should have made it more enjoyable according to usual Grant Morrison standards. Yes, but, yes, uh, exactly. Though, so, and not. I will admit that the 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 first cover um, that I believe Dave Gibbons did. It's not the internal artist. Um, I really didn't think of it until a friend of mine, uh, Chad Fletcher. Uh, brought it up that uh, his torso is extremely elongated and a little out of proportion and he he wondered uh, one of the things he asked me on uh, my post about it was uh, how how in the world does he poop uh, with a torso like that and I I explained to him without fear um, I do have, and I, and actually it's funny, you should be mentioning his torso on this yeah. cover and stuff. I, I, I don't think we ever see superheroes working out except for like the Batman and Robin characters. Exactly. But, yeah. And, and somehow this guy has like, he's ripped yeah. beyond. He's got a 47 and pack his, there. And his arms are like the rock. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's, it, extremely long torso i don't yes think that's (laughs) and i have a feeling that it was done to match the cover and they i don't know maybe they didn't realize what they were doing because the knees you know right above where it says intergalactic lawman so yeah he has no he has no package either. I mean, that thing is so tight. You'd think yeah, that, I, yeah. you know, we would know if he was circumcised. But, well, uh, you know, and, you know, one could argue that, you know, if you, um, you know, the the suit's made by the ring, so, you know, you could explain that away if you wanted to. But, yeah, I agree. Oh, so, he, so, he, so he's tucking is what you're saying? Like I, in I'm the, not saying uh, anything. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you watch the, the Godforsaken um, – Green Lantern movie with uh, Deadpool in it. Um, that, uh, yeah, you know, he made the, 
the ring makes the suit, so it, you know, this or, you know, whatever. Anyway. I like that movie, but that's just me. Well, I, lo- I, I think they tried to pack three movies worth of stuff in it, is what I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was overloaded, but it, I, so, I, It's just whatever. way too much information in the first one. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Um, that's but then it's followed by the, the cool house ad for the new Batman and the Outsiders. Yes. Absolutely love that. I'm looking forward to that. It, and as a side note, for those who read it, the, Bat, the Suicide Squad Black Files, number one, has it. Halo. Has, uh, I think they're reintroducing Halo for the first time yeah. in that one. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't read that last Suicide Squad miniseries mm-hmm. with Katana. But um, in this one, they have uh, Halo in it. And I, I don't know whether she was introduced in that other miniseries or if this That's is her good. first appearance. But we've now, seen, yeah. we've now seen Geoforce and Halo. Oh, now really? Uh, I didn't know well, they Geoforce... Brought... Yeah, Geoforce, I think they brought him back in Doomsday Clock, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. So you, um... uh, If you want to count that, I mean, I don't even know what freaking universe that's, that's in. I thought that was just the future. But uh, what do I, I know? know? The only thing I key on is that the bat, Batman's bat symbol looks like it did in Grant Morrison's uh, Batman Incorporated. Oh, just the black, yeah, the black bat. Yeah. Well, it's almost yeah. like a, the way it's raised off on his chest, it's almost like a mini bat signal. I think it even I, lit I, up a little. I don't know. I could be wrong about that part. I would even go so far as to say that this is uh, the PC Batman title because there's one white guy, uh, two black guys, and two Asian women. So. Well, you could go that way, yeah. They've been building. That, I did go that way. They've been building that up in the detective comic quite a while. Oh no, they have totally, totally. Uh, Those are uh, the only characters that... left on that title. <laughs> and he brought in uh, Jefferson Pearson yeah. to help train. So. Everyone else quit. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're distancing themselves from the younger heroes again. As we anybody yeah. that's read Heroes in Crisis will attest to. I so, can't believe they killed... Yeah, spoilers. They killed Poison Ivy? Really? Oh, my God. Apparently. I missed that, but she was there. I never saw her body, but apparently no, that's but they, what happened. It, yeah. yeah, the whole monologue with Harley Quinn. like. Yeah, that... Yeah, that 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 title's off the rails, man. That's that's gonna be the next identity crisis. Everybody's gonna uh, go. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong, because King is an absolutely brilliant writer. I don't agree with what he's done in it. No. But I have a feeling they let him do it because, like I said, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you know, Batman's son is off on his own title. They barely talk about him. Because they're quote unquote estranged, it mentioned in something. Oh, um, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, he, he he made a comment. I don't know which book it was. He made a comment. He's estranged from his son. I think it might have been in Nightwing because they're trying to get you know Nightwing's lost his memory. I haven't read the la- right. latest issue. Um, Not very good. Not very good. Yeah, by the way. I had I a will, feeling I... it won't be. Uh, they had uh, Jason Todd and him have a throwdown fist fight, and he's excommunicated again. Well, because he shot uh, shot Penguin in the face. Oh, see, I hadn't, I haven't read it yet. It's fine. All right. I yeah, no, no, that was in. Time. Yeah. 
that was in Red Hood and the Outlaws. He uh, yeah. uh, he went and shot Penguin. He was trying to kill him. He was trying to kill him, but he only put his eye out. Yo, oh, really? Shoot your eye out. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so yeah, and then you know Tim Drake, Dave, you know he took off to do whatever he wants to do because, which is kind of okay because he never wanted to be Robin full time anyway. In the original way they set him up, if you if it, people that read that remember. Um. So anyway, now that we're caught up on all, all right. that, second cover on all the Batman. Oh what? Creepy. Second cover's creepy. Yes, I think that's Gary Frank, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. All right, I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's lots of detail though. It's it's yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. kind of neat, but creepy. Very Halloween. You know, given when it came out, nice Halloween cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I gotta say the art's awesome in this. Liam Sharp, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I know that name. I recognize that name, but I don't know what from. I have to look it up. But anyway. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy to bring part as well. Uh, it's beautiful. Love it. Um, I, I know he's he's done a lot of like twenty thousand or uh, uh, two thousand AD stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, he's British. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. gotcha. He is. He is British. Yes. Um. So. Uh, yeah, so, there we are. You got it? Yeah, I got it. No, 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 no. Go. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. Big, huge uh, Green Lantern battery. Um, the Green Lantern, and you see the Guardians, and they're not in their usual garb. They're not in with the nope. red suit with the green um, Lantern symbol on the front, um, which it might be, you know, part of this whole bold new direction. I hate to say that, but that's... Um, if you read the original stuff, uh, there's all kinds of crap that's happened. The, um, rings were infected by the cyborg Superman and a lot of, which will come up later, and it kind of made the central power battery all flaky and everything else. Anyway, so here they are. But look at their, look, check out their robes. They're all different. Yeah, I mean, it's got, they're white with, um, kind of a gold... Uh, on the shoulders and or chest, and they're all completely different designs. So yep. they're all bald again, but I know there's at least one woman on. I, know. I think it's the one that's this the uh, the one just off to the off center to the right. Yeah, she okay. Yeah, I see that. that she looks. She, um, yeah. Some of these are the original Guardians. One of them is uh, from an old lost uh, remnant of them. They keep killing them off. In fact, the murder mystery was one of the last tales that was done. Last, the Green Lanterns book. So, and one of them says, Green Lanterns, Sector 2018.2, report. Uh, and he's the one in the center, which I think is still Ganthet. I think he's still, I lost track. Don't know. Um, so you see this, uh... Just wild, crazy art all over the place. Looks like uh, you have a Green Lantern. It's very thin, even thinner, even a longer <coughs> torso than Hal Jordan on the cover, if that's even but he's possible. An alien. Yeah, he is an alien. Um, 
for that, a golden one. And he's like, I beg your pardon. Maxim talks, Lantern 2018.2, currently engaged in combat. Please don't make me my constant. And then, um, he's got this big spider-looking guy behind him. Uh, like a pirate. Yeah, with a pirate, because his eyes covered, which, you know, must be in several eyes, because it's a spider, and he's got a bunch of eyes. Yes. Um, he's using his ring, trying to keep the guy from stabby-stabbing him. And uh, you hear it. Yeah, and, and usual and usual made of Morrison screaming. He's traff. Yeah, exactly. That. I, I was about to say, I don't I don't know how many drinks that it is worth, but uh, we'll have to yeah. check the home game for that. Anyway, I remember Morrison's the one who introduced to uh, to Robin to uh, oh, uh, the, Damien. Yes, that's right. He did, didn't he? Yes, the the, the double T. Yes, the clicking tongue is what I always considered it. Yeah. Uh, so you see two purple guys. Um, Six hundred uh, hundredth rubles under the on the green Lothorante wind and Sorbon. Well, anyway, these hey, are he's, he's, he's Norwegian. Yes, they're they're very 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 <laughs> bad English accents. But basically, one of them saying I I got six hundred on the Green Lantern, and the other one's going uh, against the Spider Pirate. Like I'm on it, or in uh, it, when it, yeah, okay, uh, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah. so he gets taken by surprise slightly. The spider bites off his finger, which was very distressing to me at the time. Um, that was my favorite finger, you savage arachnosapiens, so bitey all the time, and it's laying there with the ring on it. Yep, um, and bleeding, yellow blood. Yes, yes, almost, almost a liquid gold color. Um, and then it's like there's some, you know, uh, part some funky. I, you can't even describe this alien landscape that we're seeing. But this is some kind of I don't know if it's a ballerina or not. But all of a sudden there's this explosion near him, and you hear him uh, say "Earth." <coughs> Earth. Sorry. And Earth. then. Uh, it. This trick shot is mine, and I guess this is his companion here, and it's like maybe conjoled twins. They look like maybe I don't know animals, or are they part of his carapace? Well, maybe not. No, they're separate. Anyway, they're, he's got this. They're Groot. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are Groot, aren't they? Um, he's got a big glowy knifey thing, and it says uh, "yik yik yik." You'll never catch us now, Copper. Oh wow, we're hour in Bronx all of a sudden. Um, says, I won't have to. My partner, Green Lantern Floozle Flim, is a super intelligence all-purpose <laughs> virus. Okay, now here, if you've never read Grant Morrison, here's some of the crazy LSD kind of stuff that you get from a Grant Morrison comic book right here. Right? But plus but plus the names, this yeah. Floozle Flim, that's, that's total throwback to 1960s stuff. Yeah, they well, they would be. name things that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's got to be. So it's like a, that, that's straight out of Jim Shooter yeah. Uh, times. Yeah, it's a super intelligent, yeah. all-purpose virus replicating in your bloodstream as we speak. Flusilflim doesn't catch you. You catch Flusilflim. And, and uh, the finger, severed finger is floating, and it's like up in his face like he's, you know, saying, you know, pointing at him, and it's, you know, severed and everything. He can still control the, the ring. <laughs> uh, oh, he's still, still there. What a problem. Oh, hello. 
Yeah, you kind of yeah. dropped off here. I, think because I, got a I thought it was you. I might have been. It probably was me in the background. Yeah. All right. Whoa, there you went. Reconnecting. My connection is poor. It's a... Hold on. Hold on. Coming back. Up off here. Off. Come on. What have I got going on? He's coming back. Oh, internet's okay. All right, you back? Daylight come and me wanna go home. Okay, it's saying my connection okay. is poor, so I cut a bunch of stuff off. If it keeps going, yeah, it says poor network connection. That's weird. I got that too. I wonder if it's on their end. Okay. All right, you still there? Can you hear me now, though? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you can fine. Hear me? Okay. Okay, so we go to a picture um, where the spider's going, her? And it spits up some stuff, much like I did earlier this morning. Green stuff. Yes, and it he going glort perch, and it spits it out in kind of a cone, and then it's like it's just coming out all over the place, and probably orifices that we don't want to know about. And it's loose phlegm. Yes, and he says Yorch double Groot is uh, nailed by the. And then uh, flarts. He flarts. He flarts. Yeah. <laughs> the green, the green lantern ring on the finger. Or I guess she's the green finger uh, gets the two double. Uh, um, what are we? Gritty things. Yes, exactly. Gleet. Uh, so there's, you know, he's standing there and says, "I can vaccinate vaccinate you against the emerald flu if you'd like. I can end the vomiting. I can stop the diarrhea." Or, give me the antidote. I blotted my spikes. I've eight legs, and all of them splattered with cloak. Okay, I don't know what cloak yeah. is, but I don't want to know. And it, it, he's pretty goopy. He's green goopy. Okay, yes. uh, so the guy's like, hey, uh, which I forgot his name already. Well, now you're just boasting. I'll dose you when you squeal, and not a second before. Um, and another lantern uh, comes up behind him, floating, has something in custody. Whatever information is required, the Guardians will extract it from you eventually, Eight Legs. If you like the blessed uh, quasi-model, be reasonable. I nailed the last of them, Talk. Shapeshifter tricked him into the bottle with his favorite smell of limes. Uh, <coughs> and then we have a nice uh, little robot. Oh, that might help. Let me shut that. Sovereign. Uh, shit, too. There we go. Um, we got a robot and it's uh, doing some binary code. Click it, click, click, click. Yeah. Um, and it's it has some uh, emerald uh, handcuffy looky thing. Well, actually, they're not handcuffs; they're just glowy stuff. Anyway, can you believe these idiots thought it was a good idea to, to steal from the luck lords of Ventura? Let's load them into a meat wagon, and uh, it kind of. Goes buck buck ah, and it looks like a chicken, so that kind of makes sense. Now, look, Lords of Ventura, that's a callback to the Legion of Superheroes. If you nobody knows, yeah. I thought that was nice. 
they did have them in uh they did use them in Greenland and eventually but yeah I think I'm, I think it is uh, originally a legion concept mm-hmm. cosmic um so okay they're back to a ship and uh tox goes achoof seriously I'm appalled by the lack of facilities on some of these planets is it just me uh, and uh, there's a crystalline guy, which he's an old hand, and I can't remember his name. Uh, he's different, though. No, yeah, no, no, he's it, different. He looks different. The original, yeah, he he was originally just a big diamond-looking guy. I don't think it's the same guy, though. I'm not certain. Um, in the uh, thing I was talking about earlier, that his name is Charleston. Yeah, I see. There's a scene coming up where he's talking to Hal. Anyway, um, I could be wrong about that. But you're probably right. Anyway. Says, excuse me, that sneeze was from Flusel Flem saying hello. By the way, Lantern Flem tells me you've worked together previously. Sure, yeah, that says it right there. Charlson, positive. It is indeed so. Recollected a facet storage positive. Crystalline entity. Um, Yeah. It looks like a uh, crystal shoved into a robot suit, actually. Um. And Tox continues, Talks to Guardians, prisoners are secure aboard Meat Wagon, in transit, etc. A veritable who's who of space bastards, I might add. There should be more, and their boss is still at large. Um, and he, he still hasn't reattached his finger, it's just kind of following him around like a, like a, you know, like a, like a, I don't know, sidekick, maybe? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so the, the crystal continues, seems you two have crime to investigate. Uh, Tox is charming, I'll take this one. Trilla True. That's what Chicken must be her partner. Partner. Yes. It's partner. Yeah, Crystalline's. Pardon me yeah, for... Yeah, Crystalline's partner, yeah. You know, pardon me for assuming gender. Sometimes it upsets people. Um, oh. It's, that's kind of a running joke. So. Pardon me, I'm trying to keep from coughing here. <clears throat> uh, you want me to read? Got yeah, it? go ahead, because... Yeah, go ahead. All right, so... Uh, Tox continues. He flies into this abandoned uh, space junk, and he's all, I'm the 13th Earl of Everglow on the planet Melmoor. The whole distinguished service in the Green Lantern Corps thing was not... was my family's idea, not... Oh, these all footprints. But they just stop. Look like they came from this direction. And then the ring says, Antimatter detected. Danger. And there's... Uh, a that's clearly a woman lying on the ground dying and there's a uh, a pterodactyl looking character hovering over her and she says I've got to got out run yes behind you the uh, hmm? panel before that it looks like a starro with a like a something shoving its eyeball doesn't it like a starro a starro yeah. baby I didn't just now yeah. notice uh, a jarro yeah um, and then uh, coming in behind Dax, not Dax, whatever his name is, um, uh, something's hovering and coming down behind him, and the ring's off. Dan- danger. Antimatter detection. That's not good. Oh, for Quasmu's Qua- sake, antimatter. Haven't I suffered enough? And then these uh, metallic tendrils come flying in from behind him. Mm-hmm. And we switch scenes, and we're back to the chicken, chicken lady, and... She's still back on Ventura, arguing with the Luck Lords. And what about this damage, says one of the Luck Lords? We deserve the right to punish these miscreants. Tell me you retrieved the stolen Luck Dial they used against us. She's all miscreants? 
uh, I don't know, whatever. And four of my best pirates died subduing that thing of yours. Some of the galaxy's finest rogues, I might add. If it hadn't been for the Lectile, working our favorite Green Lanterns got the others. And there's it's some p- other pirate character talking that, to what looks like a dark a dark star. It is an actual controller. Ah. The dark star? Oh. Yeah, it's a controller. He's in. They they messed up most of the dark stars. There's only a control a couple of controllers left, and they call them. Oh. In a couple panels over, they call they renamed them the to black stars. Black stars. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, no, I just didn't realize that those were dark, uh, controllers. Okay, so uh, the controller slash Dark Star slash Black Star, whatever, has got uh, the luck dial. You mean this, Commander Crack? Before we part company, controller. Oh, controller, move. Uh, uh, the cargo killed a Green Lantern. New host required. And the floating finger is going away from uh, the Earl, who is now dead. Very, very dead. That was a weird scene transition. I'm sorry. Like there yeah. was the one panel back on there, but then we're yeah. back to the ship and the dead. I don't know. That that was awkward. Yeah. It, okay. It is. All right. Now we're in space. Clearly, this is this is obvious. And yes. And uh, this gopher. That, those, that guy's art is just awesome. So much yeah, going the, on in that panel. All that space debris up there. Yeah, pretty cool. And it's a lantern. Hey, lantern, looky here. We got us a Venturian luck dial, and it turned in our favor. And oh, so it's the uh, meat wagon. Mm-hmm. It's all the uh, yep. the prisoners. Uh, and the ship malfunctions. And Chrysalin is at the controls. Oh my God, there's a lot of electricity shooting around, and something's coming up behind him. Oh, the the robot, or no, not the robot, but. Somebody's coming up behind the, him. He's all, nothing can stop us now. Nothing. And the ship is flying all over the place. And we are now, we switch scenes again. And it's a, uh, it's a close up. earthbound and an earthbound jet flying across the sky. Probably an F-22, and if I'm not mistaken. I'll take your word for that one. And we have finally intergalactic law, man. That's the, the title of the issue and it's grant morrison writer liam sharp is the artist and we have a very dave gibson uh esque face uh profile of, of a person lying on the ground probably hal jordan uh this was also colored by steve olive lettered by tom orchachowski oh, I, was r- I was wrong about that First cover that was, was a Frank Quietly show. cover. Yeah, the second one was yeah. Frank Quietly, but I thought the first one was Dave Gibbons. No, Frank Quietly, okay, very odd. It. And then we uh, we got Jessica Chen as the associate editor, and Brian Cunningham is the editor. And it's just a guy lying on the ground. This is very straight out of the right stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just looking up into space, kind of falling asleep, lying on the ground. And this woman drives up. And uh, she pulls up. She says, oh, "That's five hours ago. Have you moved a single inch? Get up off your ass and give me a hand with the groceries, Hal Jordan. I bought that cheap hot salsa you love so much. And wow, that is an awkward looking shopping bag. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and she's anyhow. So another woman in his life, middle of the desert, probably uh, Arizona or Mojave Desert in California or something." Mm-hmm. 
And uh, God, these are huge shopping bags. Jesus. Yeah, they're huge. Uh, and they banter a little bit, banter, 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 and then they have some outdoor. See, I'm uh, wondering if that base captain. Did you catch the thing? He was pump- he lost my job again, pumping gas at the all night fifty two pickup. <coughs> that was funny. But anyway, um, I wonder if that's Cowboy from the Jeff Johns series. It was a- another pilot. I don't know. But they never say her name. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so she's he's it's back to the old Hal Jordan days of him job hopping. So he was a pumping gas test pilot, sales rep at a toy company selling insurance now. Uh, and uh, basically, again, banter, drinking, sex. And then uh, now he's walking down the road, daytime. And he's pulling out a sandwich. He's just taking a hike through the desert, it looks like. Nice day white day walk. That's probably somebody in, up. Uh probably is Mexico, I would imagine. The big air yeah, force. Yeah, it's in New Mexico or the Mojave Desert. Yeah. yeah. That's a big, there's a big air force base there, Nellis. And he's pulling out a sandwich and off panel says somebody says, Well, Sayonara, sucker. It's a huh? And uh somebody's Framed by the sun, he says, a greeting, right? Was mine intel an error? Oops. And Jordan says, I'm guessing English may not be your your mother tongue, pal. Hungry? <laughs> and the, the old guy says, uh, English, mother tongue, body part, tongue. <laughs> Guess we're back to Morrison. This is very Morrison. Yeah. And... They have a little back and forth, and he's all, aren't you scared? Uh, Jordan said, I don't do scared. I couldn't help but notice the distinctive Fleming response, like a cat when you encounter the guacamole in my burrito. Okay. Reactions typical of the Hormnith Collective from Cluster World 3. You're not human. These friends of yours? Ah, uh, you nipped it out right. So a bunch of other guys come up, older gentlemen with Oh, they're all kind of bum looking. Yep. <clears throat> uh, they ain't human either, space police. Get him. And Jordan's all, you want to fight? See, I like fighting. Aliens, humans. So he's having a good old fisticuff yeah, with these. See, that seems really uncharacteristic of him, but I could be wrong. To get into a fist fight? Yeah. I don't know. The way he's doing I mean, he's very. I mean, yeah, I could see him getting into a bar brawl and stuff like that, but it's like he's. You know, enjoying it maybe a little bit too much, but I could be wrong. Uh, you possibly. It's kind of like the uh, the Captain Kirk Star Trek reboot. Yes. Yeah. They they made him almost silly, didn't they? But it was still some, kind of the same thing. But you got a lot so of that, some of that dialogue, those like old sixties sci fi stuff. You know. Yeah, so he's fighting the guys, and this couple drives by. And, and uh, Jordan, like you said, I'll fight any fool who's game, and I got nothing better to do right now. And one of the bums is saying, cut off the ring, cut off the ring. And this couple driving by, and the old guy is saying, don't look at them, honey. Bum fight, championships. They're in training. 
And uh, Jordan's saying, we already established you're from Clusterfuck 3. He doesn't say fuck. It's this poor little stars, but duh. And the lady who's in the car as they're driving going, yay, bums rule. And one of the bums is on the ground and his face is like literally disintegrating on the ground as, as Jordan's knee falls on it. Gross. Mm-hmm. Gross. And it gets grosser. They just start splurting all over the place. Brains flying here, faces mm-hmm. dissolving there. Uh, you're a colony creature. You're all one thing. And I got to do, and all I got to do is locate what passes for your brain. And he hoits the guy's brain. And they all kind of merge back together. And he's all there now. How the hell did you wind up here? Okay. Deja vu, deja vu not deja vu notwithstanding. So in the distance is a crashed alien spaceship. Yep. And we're flashing back to the Hal Jordan Green Lantern origin. Yeah. Of, the, that, of him. This is the, the I was talking to Caleb before the podcast. And uh, they did an eight-page preview. And they explained some of the things that they did. Uh, in the book, and this was a, a, on purpose a callback to the original uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern uh, origin, with he got the ring from a crashed ship that an alien. Green so anyway, but they're they're being meta about it. They're acknowledging oh, yeah. that by him. Yeah, you're saying that deja vu. Yeah. I think that's awesome. So he uh, he recognizes the the uh, the dying alien in the ship. It's Chrysalon, because that was that was the meat wagon. So that was carrying all those space pirates that stole the luck dial from the from the luck lords of Ventura. Whew, I got all that. I got all that right, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, the ring finally starts translating for Chrysalon. He's all Green Lantern, and uh, Jordan saying, "Jordan, GL twenty eight fourteen dot one. That's right. We work together, Chrysalon. You okay?" And route Ventura to Oa with prisoners for processing. Accident in overspace. Tell Protocrystal salutes. We love them very much. Tell them yourself. You're not dying. I'm getting you out of here. I'll never make it. I let them loose. Three of the deadliest killers in the galaxy. If they reach population centers, the devastation will be terrible. And Jordan's all. Give me the case details in 20 minutes. Hang tight. I'll be back. All right. Now, before you continue... Uh, the little notes. It's uh, if you look at the what he's laying in. It's if you think it is uh, inspired by Geiger. It is. You know the guy that did a lot of the aliens. Oh, good are. lord! Yeah, look yes. at it. Uh, and also wow. look at the detail. Jesus. And then if you look at look at the Chrysan, how his his deal is. This is uh, the helium sharp says in panel four. I like the notion that a damaged crystal. Being would suffer eruptions of crystal growth as his body tried to mend himself. Kind of oh, that's idea. cool. Yeah, yeah that's nice cool. touch. Yeah. Subtle. So, right. Yeah, because instead of blood, he's he's sprouting uh, crystal. That's okay. I get it. I get it. Okay. And I'll take it till till the fight, and then you can you can. All right. Cool. Yeah. So uh, Jordan's all. Only thing is, I'm running on fumes, and I can't recharge my ring. Guardians took my power battery for, quote, repair and upgrade. And Chrysalon hands him, yes, that news mine, Green Lantern. So I don't know why he yelled it, but I think, again, that's called back to the, yeah. the 60s or the 70s when everything was, every sentence ended in an exclamation. Exclamation. Yeah. 
They didn't have periods back in the 60s. And I had talked about that earlier, and they mentioned that in the DC Nation, that uh, that's uh, the the power batteries had been infected, and they had to redo them all. He was waiting on his, apparently. Well, he kind of got... I don't know. I guess they were disciplining him. him. I got the... um, the way he was acting. I didn't see that in the book, but I could have missed something. And then the only other thing uh note here is they intentionally redesigned the um, battery to look like uh, Kyle Rainer's unique lantern that he had had uh, yeah. in uh, his run. So. All right. Okay. Well, I, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, and actually, it looks like it almost shrinks. A little bit, and we get the in blackest day and or brightest day and blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green lanterns light, and he is uh, all suited up. No place to go. No, he's got plenty of places to go. But he charged up his ring and he's posing. You know, because there's three escaped killers, so he's got plenty of time to pose. Mm-hmm. And he does, flexes his muscles a little bit, and I don't think some of those muscles actually exist in the real human body. Look um, at that, look at that bulge under his under his right arm. That's that's awkward. Yeah. A couple of script things here. Uh you know, that oath was first shown in showcase number twenty two, and he says we felt it was important to include all the iconic elements of the geo mythos in our first issue. Of course it says, and that seemed to like the most dramatic moment for this one. And he also said, Morrison suggested in his script that the imagery here be evocative of Alamogorda Desert bomb pictures from the 40s and 50s. That would be New Mexico. Right then. Awesome. All right. Continue. Take it. Okay. So you got got some kind of, um, you know, I don't know. It's like a like a chipmunk with four arms, a big, huge thing, and he's got the look deal. You got a spider. Uh, he's shooting stuff from his uh, legs. Well, it's the, spi- it's the spider from the beginning. It's yeah, the one, right, uh... right, yeah. I'm just describing what we're seeing. All okay. these are from the beginning that were captured by the, a uh, couple of them were captured by the chicken. Uh, yep. Um, the... And the robot guy. Yeah, the robot guy. He's grown some because he was just a small little tyke earlier. And they're tearing the town up. And he's uh, saying, uh, holding this entire city hostage, understand? <clears throat> One false move in the financial district gets it. And he's like, space police. And let's see, script secrets. The unnamed city here is Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I once spent a bewildered day with friends at the state fair, Morrison uses. Back in these antedevulian days of the 90s. I don't even know if I said that right. That's, you know, that's highbrow uh, word there. The fair included the horror of the diving mule, a poor creature goaded into death-defying plunges from a tall gantry to a tank of water below. Not quite sure why, uh, who decided that it would be entertaining to watch the gallant offspring of a horse and donkey be packed, poked by sticks before plunging wild-eyed 100 feet into a pool, but what do I know? <laughs> Average lifespan of mules... Well, countries of which I believe the U.S. is one is apparently 27 years. They can live into their 40s, so the four-legged uh, daredevil might still be doing that. Now, let's talk about the art. Gold Street Cafe, I guess, uh, 
is in the background there. The artist says uh, is a well-known haunt in Albuquerque. Uh, the now-closed establishment, also a tower block in the background, is one of the most prominent buildings in the city. Okay, and then the other thing, uh, the guy has a shirt on that says uh, "Crane Wife." I was listening to the Crane Wife by the Decemberists when I drew this page. Sharper calls an excellent <laughs> album by an excellent band. Okay. All right, so they show up, and let's see, get to this one. Okay. <clears throat> Shows up, kind of a weird look on his face, though. It's kind of like he's sad almost. Nobody panic, chill. I've got this. Um, and, you know, he's got the, the big green hand, which we all know and love. And he puts exactly 16 tons on the, um, the robot. Robot. Uh, which... First thing I thought of was that old song, 16 Tons, What Do You Get a Day Older and Deeper Debt? Anyway, um, yeah. so they talk about that. This is uh, basically they didn't want uh, him to, he's like, yeah, I'm an old hand at this, so I'm not going to use much effort. That's why he just did simple things. That's what they explained in here. And in the art, uh, he says, I really wanted this arrival by how to be memorable, cosmic, and electric. It was fun to draw the trademark giant hand. The 16-ton weight was my absurdest nod to Monty Python, an arbitrary weight that would inevitably drop a joke that didn't know how to end. Okay. I don't know that reference. I don't get that. Whatever. I don't get it either. But anyway, there we move, move on. And it's like, uh, we got to click it. I hate Green Lanterns. I hate humans. Um... We won. We won. We got one advantage. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna cut through the uh, accent because I'm gonna massacre it. Basically, they're saying they got the luck, the, the big yellow guy. I got the uh, luck dial. Uh, whatever happens, it'll work in our favor. Uh, he just kind of floats up to him, it's like, "Hey, you got demands." I mean, now we're all here, and the guy's like, "Tell him we need Star Web access, a spaceship, uh, and uh, space uh, safe passage off this planet, and limes, lots of limes." He's going, uh, so how's that go? Oh, spaceship, yeah. I'm warning you. Don't come any closer. See this? Yeah, you got big. But not so smart. You're a mega, uh, meganathrope, accustomed to a much lighter gravity. So what if I get even bigger? Then what will you do? Um, I'll continue on, because this is pretty fun. Just laugh my ass off, probably. One more step at that size... And your body weight puts so much strain on your thigh bone, it shatters painfully. So, he, of course, the guy does it. And he's like, ah! Easy for you to say. Or, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's a weird ass. So he says, uh, easy for you to say. They call it the square cube law. And some laws you don't get to argue with, no matter how hard you try. And he's like, you know, bunch of pain. <laughs> As for the rest of you, I didn't even get started yet. I can mess you guys uh, mess you guys up in ways you wouldn't believe. Or you can turn yourselves in and get this over with. You know who I am, right? Still feeling lucky? Let's see. Anything So that that, pan that panel of the of the mm -hmm. of the uh, the gerbil yes. growing so big, but gerbil. his legs stayed the same. His legs stayed thin as his body got bigger yep. and snap. That's an actual real scientific law recording. I'm sure it is. Let's see here. Uh, okay, anyway, yeah, that's basically what that said on here. And he talks about the script secrets, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we're on to this. Okay, Return Casino bosses use the dials to rig probability in their favor, but this, it's a fake. 
You've been running on plain old ordinary luck, and guess what? It turned bad. So he, he puts him in a container, and apparently, um, there's a all Newman connection with that container, even more explicit with his creation of a giant Jordan's own jar of guacamole Morrison quips. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Oh. That's what okay. he, Yeah, it's supposed to be guacamole. Okay, whatever. Not sure why that was relevant. So they call him Green Lantern 2014.1. Report, report immediately to New Oa. So I'm back in the saddle. Okay, New Oa it is. And he does his thing. Beautiful uh, panel, by the way. Yeah, I guess he hates guacamole. That's why it was. Declared his choice of vessel. Okay. Um, did you know Oz was headquarters? Yeah, but... What? Hmm? Didn't, oh, I, I just, uh, never mind. I was about to say, didn't Green Arrow used to make guacamole, but he made chili, not guacamole. Yes, that's right. Sorry. Um, okay, so it was the headquarters. Uh, yeah, Oa was the, whole, whole, uh, the headquarters of the Green Lanterns. It was destroyed in Green Lantern Corps uh, number 24. The planet twin lantern called Mogo stood in his HQ until the debut of the new Oa right here in this very comic. That's, yeah, that's uh. the last of the notes I have. So where's Mogo? Uh, he got infected too during that deal, so um, he might be healing. Okay, good for him. Uh, so anyway, we continue on. He does uh, goes transluminal to Oa, maybe even teleporter. I don't know. Who knows? Um, so he's back. New Oa, homeworld of the immortal guardians of the universe, central precinct of the Green Lantern Corps. Uh, so one of the Guardians walks up and talks to him. It's kind of like, that's not even oh, really white. floats up. It's yeah. floating up. Yeah. Um, hmm. Anyway, I thought it was, I was Persona Non Grata. Leave until further notice. Um, then by simple elaboration, this is further notice, Jordan. Lantern 1416.1 owes you his life. Just doing my job. Who's this about? Those prisoners. Part of a gang... Pirate gang hired to transport by unknown, apparently lethal cargo through Ventura to an unknown, unknown destination. During the operation, Lantern 28.2 was mortally wounded by a mystery assailant. Kind of got a purple outfit, not white. It must have been the light earlier. He's floating. Uh, or, I think it's a heat. And then you see this it. huge... Yeah, it. Yeah, because I don't know if they're still sexless or not. I don't think they are Anyway, because um, Ganthet and Saeed were, Saeed, his, was his girlfriend, so they joined, rejoined during at one point. Um, so we're, we're seeing the Book of Oa, and it's this huge one-page spread thing. There's all kinds of colors and stuff, and it's beautiful. And uh, how it continues, and you want me on the case? The library? Why here? Uh... The Guardian continues, regard the Book of Oa, in which are recorded the deeds of every uh, Green Lantern who ever served, wherein we have read prophecy. Now, this is a nice little callback. Right in the center of the book is kind of like a big old hole, and it looks like you can see space between it. And if you know anything of DC history, that is Dr. Manhattan symbol. At least it looks like it to me. It is. And, um... It's the hydrogen atom. Yeah, it's, the hydrogen atom. Yeah. yeah. So, the Guardian continues, During a recent exhaustive review of its contest, 
contents, however, analysis has revealed certain flaws, revisions, and amendments have taken place without our knowledge. Which is to say, the Book of Oa may no longer be trustworthy. So basically, they're inferring that stuff going on in the Doomsday Clock is rewriting history. Um, so now we get another full page spread, all kinds of beautiful stuff going on here. We must rely upon that which is certain. We are the guardians of the universe. We are the law. And there's like a, I don't know, it looks like the Central Battery. And there's a bunch of different alien races there. All kinds of funky buildings. He continues talking. Uh, which, it's good to know that Grant, good to note that Grant Morrison actually did a prophecy that was done later on in uh, the Green Lantern, or the Sinistro Coral War. John's used it, talking about um, Abinsur and the, what was the Demons of Yusmalt, which ended up being Red Lanterns and everything else. This is kind of kind of cool that he brings that up. Aww. And uh, now we've got something here called From the Great Attractor at the Heart of Things, We Overlook All Aww. That Is. And it's very, some, uh, very Kirby-esque yeah, some uh, contraption. Green looking, it looks like a bunch of funky lantern, green lanterns shoved together. Never heard of this before. I believe this is new. It's something he's come up with. Part of, uh, of Morrison-ish uh, stuff. <clears throat> we aspire to mercy, strength, and wisdom. We ask of our operatives the ability to withstand great fear and the strength to fight to the death for what is understood to be right. We search the stars for individuals who embody the highest attributes, attributes and recruit them, recruit them to our cause. I'm in trouble here. Okay, here we go. You want me to, get, want me to go? You got it? Or? Yeah, I, I don't know. My, I'm, my mouth is dry or something. Anyway, yeah, if you don't mind. Okay, so then we, uh, we get some weird-looking uh, alien critter in a Green Lantern outfit. Yes, that's from an old green, uh, green Lantern uh, core story. Was that the blind guy who only yeah. was all about sound? There, yeah. Yes, exactly. That was a that was a Grant Morrison story actually. It from, was. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. He used to put Tales out from a, the Green. Yeah, yeah. A quarterly uh, magazine and had tales in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it says uh, from the lights, lightless obsidian depths, deeps of super voids to the shattered source wall that separates our material universe from sublime and non-dual. Omni awareness, babble babble. So they yeah. they mentioned that the shattered source wall that happened in that <clears throat> that dumbass Justice League story. Um, we got in in another uh, X-ray Green Lantern in our service. There are X-ray lanterns, radio lanterns, gamma lanterns, microwave lanterns. The reach of our peacekeeping force extends across all scales and wavelengths, from the nanoscopic. To the unspeakably immense. So going from that, that like the like, germ. That looks like Mogo there. Yeah, so the germ. And then that is Mogo, right in the center of it. Uh, we have chained demons, banished death, conquered fear. We have okay, so all sentient life into our core. Right what? there. We have chained demons. <clears throat> that's talking about the Yuzmol, which would end up being the Red Lanterns. Banished death. That's uh, Blackest Night. Conquered yeah. fear. Sinestro Core <clears throat> War. Yep. And all sentient life into our core. So at one point or another, any anybody can be a, a lantern. And but one of our lanterns seeks to destroy us. A traitor within our ranks will shortly be uncovered. We already know who it will be. Now, do you understand, Jordan? Let's you and I talk, shall we? Now what and, they've been doing? But, 
Yes, chitty chatting. And now we switch to deep inside Asteroid X, which I thought was a Marvel thing, but whatever. A headquarters of controller Moose, Moose, Black Stars, formerly Dark Stars. Uh, and he's saying uh, he's the one who had the, the real luck dial uh, from earlier in the story. He says, we have successfully retrieved two of the five components necessary for the construction of our ultimate asset. This is only the beginning. And there's three other controllers behind him. And he's still holding. We have the luck dial. Now, as Moo promised you, the antimatter lantern is within our grasp. Commence vivisection. Extract the heart of the weaponier. And we have a <clears throat> a pale-looking uh, Hal Jordan-type creature who's got a yellow Sinestro core outfit on, and is they're cutting into his chest. And pulling I don't out remember his... the we- weaponier looking like Hal Jordan, an antimatter version of Hal Jordan at all. Uh, it does now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's to be continued. And then we get a cool double page spread, a, a coming soon one, where we get what look like dark stars. Yeah, uh, they do. And one of them one looks one of like a Durlin. Durlin. Yeah. Yeah. The Durlin that we have uh, uh, hard traveling heroes. We have uh, Green Lantern and Green Arrow. And then we have a shattered uh, uh, lantern. And there's an eye behind it. So it could be like minuscule. And then we have what look like, uh, they look like new lanterns, uh, new green lanterns, but mm-hmm. hard to say. because One of them looks like Batman. Yes, he's got a Batman-esque cowl on. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, anyhow, I'm sure we'll learn more about these guys in the coming soon era of this title, which uh, second reading was better. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, read better Green Lantern comics, ones that I didn't have to have uh, liner notes for. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, I think that that's, I think it's okay to show shit. Uh, you shouldn't have to explain it though. It's like a comedian. If you have to explain well, the joke and it stops being funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, they were just doing that for the preview. I mean, it wasn't in the actual issue. I just thought it was interesting information. Anyway. Oh, and across the top, I didn't know if you noticed that, but little in little writing it, letters it says "intergalactic policeman." On the yeah, across there, across the top of the uh, of the. Oh, uh, I the see two it. Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't see that till just now. Uh, so there, there. Hey, what was that one comic? Something ten. It was um, uh, about the cops who. Who patrol the different dimensions? I have the I have the trade paperback stuff. Oh, but um, something ten. Ah, shoot! It was familiar. an image. It was an image book, and I want to say it was Grant Morrison who did it. Ah, this is gonna bother me. Uh, so anybody who's anybody who's listening, if you could post that uh, when you post your review on iTunes or other services, we'd yes, appreciate yes, it. That, that thing. Uh, yeah, tell your that. friends. Download the episodes. Yeah, what I'm the gonna, hell? I want to get better. I mean, I've, I've missed. We've missed some episodes being posted. Even the reruns. Been having some health issues and lots of extra work. 
going on, so my time's been kind of <clears throat> um, tight, but I'm going to get better about that. Uh, you're doing fine. Well, I doing mean, great. Uh, I, I, we, I broke the streak, and it kind of bugs me. I hadn't missed a week in six or seven years, so. even when I moved all the way down here. That's true. When you were going through all your divorce fun, yeah, you... I didn't even miss one. But yeah, I just, just. Oh, here uh... we go. It was it was an Alan Moore book actually. Sorry, I, I it was top. It was called Top Ten, and it was Alan yes, Moore. Yes, that's right. And Gene Ha, but it that was wasn't the. Wasn't that uh, where that Tom Strong came from? No, it was the same imprint though. Wildstorm, the uh, okay. America's Greatest Comics, or uh, whatever it's called, or America's Best Comics, because it was yes, ABC. I remember. Best that. So, uh, anyhow, sorry, I derailed that for a second there. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you'll do better. But again, uh, it helps when we know that people are out there actually listening. It makes it uh, easier for us to to feel like, hey, let's make some time this uh, this week and talk about shit. Yes, so, exactly. So post reviews, good, bad, uh, indifferent, anything, any, anything between one and five is fine. Yes. We prefer the fives. We prefer the fives, obviously, but you know. If we at least have ones that we know people are actually out there. That's true. That is true. And somebody's downloading them, at least, according to the numbers. Okay, cool. So, uh, last time I looked, anyway. All six of them. All, All right. right. So, uh, as always, uh, you can send us an email at podcast and com and let us know what you think there. You can come on the actual episodes. And I'll mention Facebook again. I'm still on there. I'm not on there very much because it's become a... Haven for political agendas, and every once in a while, somebody puts a, a baby pick, or or I like to uh, forward uh, very terrible uh, internet memes that are great puns. Um, so, um, in the actual group, I don't post that much. I try to post the new episodes in there, so I'm going to try to do that again. Um, I'm still thinking about doing a Star Trek podcast. I bought a domain like two years ago, and I've never touched it since. <laughs> but uh, that's it's out there. It's it's in your brain somewhere. Yeah, Don't, oh, uh... it's it's there. And I've got a whole new setup here with a computer with an actual halfway decent microphone. Doesn't sound like the wind's blowing in, and uh, all kinds of other stuff set up. So hopefully the quality's better. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, well, I for one appreciate anybody who's listening. Thank yes, you. Me too. Um, you too. And those of you who aren't listening, well, you're not hearing this anyhow. So, yeah, so it doesn't worry. You don't worry about it then. All right then. So yes, that is it for. I guess we'll sign off now, and that is it for this week. Bye.